Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So last episode I talked to you guys about, you know, how I needed 2020 and what it's meant to me. And I've kind of been sharing that over uh, <laughs> uh, quite a few of the past episodes just about what has been taking place in my life throughout this pandemic. And so um, during this time of, of year, this is when I start my planning phases uh, with my goals for the upcoming year. You know, just thinking about what was accomplished, uh, what I would still like to accomplish and, you know, what's in store or what would I like to have in store for, for next year. But, you know, I've also learned throughout this year that it's not just about my plans. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's not about my plans at all. It's really about what God's plans are. So I've really been taking this time to sit and reflect and to ask him, you know, what are my plans for next year? What are your plans for me for next year? What am I supposed to be doing? What should my goals look like? Um, and in doing so, I can't help but, you know, think about what has transpired uh, throughout this year, uh, especially during the pandemic. And when I think about at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, some of the things that God was speaking to me, you know, for me was those three words. And I've shared it with you guys before, but it was grace, mercy, and peace. And really, you know, God was saying to me, Hannah, you need to utilize the grace and mercy that I give you daily um, in order to maintain your peace. And I really had to learn how to do that in order to not just survive 2020, but to thrive in it. And I'm not going to, you know, sit here and tell you guys like, oh, it's been great and I've just been thriving and I've just been, you know, maintaining my peace. Nothing has bothered me. You know, the word says to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer, supplication and thanksgiving, make your requests and petitions known unto God. No, I'm not going to say that because there are still days where my anxiety gets the best of me. Um, working remotely and also being a learning guide to a fourth and third grader has not been easy. It has had its trying times, but I'm not going to sit here and talk about the negative. You know, I'll share that the experience has been one, not for the faint in heart. <laughs> and I've gotten through it by his grace and his mercy. And, you know, from working as a team with Anthony in making this all happen, but, I will say that, you know, learning all of these things and going through all of these things, it, it has, it has been, it has had trying times, you know, uh, we had to learn to adjust, but we did adjust. And I remember, uh, in one of the earlier episodes of uh, this year, I shared with you guys how I discovered that I'm not as flexible as I thought I was, but I'm not the same Hannah that I was at the beginning of this pandemic either. You know, yeah, there are days where my anxiety gets the best of me or tries to get the best of me and it starts to rise up, but I recognize it now. And I'll pause and take a moment 
to just say a prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to come in and help me manage my emotions, help me to calm back down, help me get a grip on what's going on and realize, okay, if it's something that I can, I have, you know, the authority or the the power to change, then let's change it. And if I don't, okay, just embrace it and go with the flow. And so it has been very helpful to me, but I had to learn those things. I had to learn that first of all, you're not utilizing the grace and mercy that's given to you daily. Um, you're or you're using it, but you're extending what's given for today into tomorrow or next week because you're concerned about other things. Like, you know, again, there's that Martha in me who has all these plans, you know, and trying to figure these things out. And it's just like, no. You don't need to worry about that right now or you don't need to concern yourself about that right now. Be present in the moment. What can you change about this moment? What can you do to help your anxiety go down now? You know, and so it's been it's been helpful to me. It's been progression. You know, it's been a gradual progression. But I realized that, you know, it's necessary. It's necessary for growth because If you're progressing, that means you're growing. And if you're growing, you're living, you know, um, there's no growth from dead things. It's because it's dead, you know, and I've shared that with you guys before, you know, so I, I say all of that because as I reflect over 2020 and prepare myself for the upcoming year, I just realize more and more that each year is a preparation for the next in all honesty you know i shared with you guys in the last episode that that saying of how you're either in a storm about to um go into one or you're about to come out of one like it's just a cycle and because the, it's this cycle that we're constantly in you have to recognize or you know i had to recognize that it's about preparation it's preparation for the next level. It's it's a continuation of that. And yeah, you have your moments of rest where it's just like, whew, okay, I just came out that storm. I can take a breather now. I can enjoy this, you know, moment of peace. But I mean, how many of us know that you can also have peace in the middle of the storm? You can have your peace all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's not just when the storm has settled that you can have peace. You can have peace in the midst of the storm. Remember, Jesus was on the boat sleeping in the middle of the storm when the disciples came to him and was like, do you not care that we perish? You know, um, so you can have peace. You can maintain it in the midst of it. But it, in the moment where the storm dies down and you're having a break, um, yeah, those those are great moments to have because it's like who you appreciate them more because you just got out of a storm but in that moment of appreciation in that moment of settleness in that moment of just peace and quiet it's also a time to gather yourself because you know that another one is coming you don't know when it's going to come you don't know how long it's going to last it may be years But during that time, don't get caught off guard, you know, don't get off your post like we're supposed to remain alert, you know. Um, And so these are just things that I have I've discovered throughout this year. Um, Another thing that happened throughout this year as a part of my preparation is that my mentor um, gave me an assignment. Uh, uh, And I think it was probably mid pandemic when she gave this assignment to me. Um, 
but uh, it doesn't matter when it happened. It happened. <laughs> and so her assignment for me was to write down um, three reasons why I needed to emerge because this this season or this year for me, it was my emerging year. It was my year from um, to come out and to stop uh, allowing myself to be hindered by certain things. And, and that in itself, when I tell you guys that when I say that I needed 2020, I, I really did. And I know I shared that with you already in the last episode, but like, I'm, I'm really hoping that by me sharing what has happened in my life, that it will help someone who's listening to kind of just reflect what has happened for them this year as well. Because, um, I don't know if it was at the very beginning of this year. It probably was because at the beginning of this year, I wanted, you know, I talked to you guys about how I wanted to be intentional and everything. And at some point um, in the first quarter of this year, maybe going into the second quarter, not quite sure, but um, I had started praying to God that I wanted him to reveal expose and remove all those things in my life that should not be there and I think I shared this with you guys as well um that you got to be careful what you pray for because for me you know a lot of things were being uncovered and it was just like whoa where did that come from you know um (laughs) it was it was rather intense things that I thought that I was healed from I wasn't you know God revealed to me no you just suppressed it you know, like Hannah, you're a good suppressor. You suppress things and you push it down. And, you know, I'm not one of those people who uses what has happened to me in my past as a crutch. I don't like to be a victim. Um, you know, and there's that saying, don't be a victim, be a victor, you know, um, that that's me. Uh, but I have to admit that me saying that, that mantra, um, wasn't necessarily that I was really, feeling like a victor it was me just not wanting to be a victim and I think there's a difference in not wanting to be a victim versus really believing that you have the victory and the power over whatever it was that was trying to make you a victim you know and and that's one of the things that I had to learn throughout this year is is that things that I was just suppressing, I really wasn't healed from. It was just me not wanting it to make me a victim or for me to use it as a crutch. I, you know, don't want anybody to feel sorry for me or anything like that, you know, and, and what God revealed to me was, is that in order for, for you to be able to testify of my goodness on how you made it through these things, you have to be completely healed from it because if I'm sharing my my testimony of some of the things that you know I had to endure in my younger years, um, at the time I might have started you know getting real emotional about it, and it's not even it's not that I can't get emotional about it or that I shouldn't. It's just that there's a difference between. In your testimony, there's a difference in you testifying about the goodness of the Lord and you testifying about what power the enemy had over you. And um, I heard it said best this way. um, When your testimony is given more glory to the enemy or given more glory to the thing rather than to the king, um, then you're not really over that. 
you know? And so I had to, I had to realize that some of the things that I had suppressed, I did not allow myself to be, uh, completely or truly healed from, um, because of the, the fact that, you know, I just suppressed it. I, I didn't really deal with it. I really didn't, you know, dive deep into it. It's just, okay, I'm over it. So anyways, um, I, I realized those things. And so as, as these things were becoming uncovered, it was just like, whoa, this is a lot to deal with Lord. Like, okay, can you, can we push pause? Can we stop? Like, um, I don't need you to reveal anything else right now. <laughs> Cause I got to deal with this. And so in the midst of me dealing with those things, um, as I mentioned earlier, my mentor had, you know, gave me this assignment and I knew what the first one was off the bat. And um, I told her, and I may have shared it with you guys before, but it was that I don't want to get to heaven and have God show me a list of people who weren't able to do what they needed to do because I didn't do what I needed to do. And so um, that in itself was like confirmation uh, for me or, or affirmation in regards to, okay, I need to do the work because I need to do the work allowing myself to deal with these things that I thought I was healed from that I really wasn't um, so that I can help other people get through theirs and show them like, hey, it's not easy. I can relate. I had to go through the same thing, but look at me now. I have, I got through it. I can talk about it now and truly give God the victory in, you know, how I came through because of the fact that I allowed myself to really deal and heal. And so um, that was just a part of my emerging this year. You know, um, it was a part of me uh, facing things that um, I, I, I guess I, maybe I wasn't ready to face or I didn't think that I needed to. It was just like, oh, I'm over it. I'm good, you know. <laughs> but um, in in my emerging and discovering and, you know, realizing certain things about myself, I've come to this point now towards the end of 2020. And I, I kind of see what God has been preparing me for, for this upcoming year. And with this upcoming year, it's my year of embracing. It's the, the, you know, it's my journey of embracing, embracing who I am you know, um, and embracing who he has created me to be, not who society says that I need to be, not who, you know, I perceive other people expect me to be and not even who I think I should be either because my own thoughts of who I should be, where I should be, what I should be doing has been influenced by society and influenced by other people. And it's time to really strip myself of all of these um, unsolicited opinions um, <laughs> and all these, I guess, I don't know if bias is the the word to use or not but I just know that I have to shake it I have to and that was a part of me in emerging this year it was shaking off the labels and I've never really been one to to like labels and I think I, I probably shared that in a very earlier post uh, when I uh, shared my health journey and talked about being vegan because for the longest time I did not like using the label uh, vegan or identifying myself as such because with that 
title or with that label came so many other labels. And I feel like whenever you're labeled as something, it gives people permission to scrutinize you or to, you know, um, I guess critique you. Oh, well, you said you're this and you do that. Like, for example, yes, I am vegan because I don't eat any animal byproducts. You know, I don't eat dairy, eggs, none of that stuff. Um, but I do eat honey. And I, you know, I'm not going to go into why I eat honey. Like Tabitha Brown says, that's my business. Um, But there's a lot of people who would scrutinize the fact that I eat honey and honey is not considered vegan. And so, you know, it's just little things like that, that I was, I just did not want to use that label. There's a, you know, quite a few other labels that I try to turn away from, but I realized that people label things to make themselves feel more comfortable. Because once I label you as something, then whatever I um, attribute to that label, whatever that label depicts, um, that's what you are. And so now I have these expectations of you. you. You feel me? So it's like I label you as this. And so because I know this to be that, if you're not meeting that criteria or meeting you know those standards then you're subpar or you're below you know what I'm saying and I've I've never really liked that and I think that's one of the reasons why I've also just kind of you know allowed myself to be hindered from doing certain things uh for example I do love um health and wellness as far as you know talking to people about it Uh, It excites me. I'm passionate about it. And I'm passionate about it because of what it has meant for me and in my life and into my journey. You know, I discovered how I could be healed by food. Now, I don't say that to people to say like, hey, disregard what your doctor says. No, if your doctor has, you know, given you advice, that person went to medical school. God has blessed them with the knowledge and the intelligence to know how to properly diagnose you and to to help you get treatments. That doesn't necessarily mean that your treatments have to be, you know, medication. Um, There are holistic opportunities, but the research is necessary. Everybody is different. Everybody's body functions differently. So what may work for me with not having, I'm able to maintain, you know, uh, the erythema nodosum by, you know, what I eat and, you know, working out. But for some people, depending on what their condition is, uh, they may not be able to. They may have to maintain by taking medication. It It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it just depends. I, I say all of that, though, um, because my point is, is that um, in the beginning of my health journey, you know, and seeing the, the results and everything, um, a lot of the times people would. Uh, refer me or refer others to me and say, oh, go talk to Hannah about this. Go talk to Hannah about that. And I didn't go to school for health and wellness. I, you know, I've talked about taking a like certification program to become a wellness coach or, you know, to to be able to have some type of credentials uh, so that I can, you know, give a, um, I guess, educational uh, advice. Um But it's been a struggle for me because I've always felt unqualified to provide such information because I don't have those type of credentials. You know, I can just share what I've experienced. And 
in sharing what I've experienced, I didn't want it to be scrutinized. I, I didn't like the rejection. And so I never really went forward with that. Like I have a name in everything for, you know, I guess what would be my company uh, as a wellness coach. <laughs> and the only people who know it, I think, is Anthony, <laughs> myself and God, because I just I just let it sit sit there. You know, how many of of you out there listening are just sitting on great ideas, but you haven't gone forward with it. You haven't allowed yourself to emerge. You haven't embraced that assignment or that calling on your life because you feel unqualified. You feel like uh, I can't do this because I don't have the credentials or who am I? Because that is how I have felt. I have just been like, who am I to share with people about you know, health and wellness. I, I can't do that. And then it's like, I have some supporters who are just like, girl, you can go out and do it and and talk about these things. And then I have other people say, oh, well, but it won't hurt. You know, if you do have some type of certification because you, you need some type of backing. And so it's just like, oh my goodness, it's conflicting information. So I just didn't do anything. And I, and then you get to this place, or I won't say you, I'll say me. Then I got to this place where it was like, I would see other people doing it and seeing how just by sharing what they were going through because they were being real and there were people out there who needed realness, um, people who just wanted somebody to share with them because it's like, hey, let's go on this journey together. You know, um, I'm new to this vegan thing and I don't really know uh, what to eat. So what I find, I'll share with you, you know, what you find, you share with me, or I'm new to this, uh, whole motherhood thing, whatever your niche is, you know, I say vegan because that, that was my thing. My thing was, I was new to it. You know, I think about the the whole hair world and being natural. I have been natural since, um, the spring of 2002, I think. Yeah. Uh, spring of 2002, was the last time that I got a um what is it called a relaxer uh been and I I think I've shared my hair journey with you guys before but back then um there weren't I don't think any YouTubers talking about hair and so when I started my journey it it was just me myself and I and um because I didn't think about, oh, let me just record and tell people, talk about my journey with my hair and what I've been through and how I pretty much have gone through several um, big chops. Well, I won't say big, big chops, but like several mini chops because I would go to these hairdressers um, or hairstylists who said they knew about natural hair care, but really didn't. And so every time they would straighten my hair, they're like, oh, you have bad ends and would cut my hair. And it was just, I was not seeing my growth because every time I would go to a beautician, they were taking scissors to my head. Um, But just imagine, I think about those things sometimes. I think about, had I just shared this journey with people and been real, where could I be now? You know, um, had I just shared when I first became vegan or not even when I became vegan, but when I made the decision that I was going to use food to be my my healing method, you know, where could I be now? I think about that and it's not thinking about it with regret, but it's thinking about it to remind me, Hannah, now is the time to just go forward to emerge and embrace who you are 
embrace that you are uniquely you. Yes, you consider yourself awkward. Yes, you consider yourself to be very modest and a very reserved person. But the journey of emerging, the journey of as you're emerging and embracing the beauty of it all, because I can say that I'm embracing my flaws, but what I may consider as a flaw is just the uniqueness of who I am because only I can be Hannah. Nobody else can be this Hannah. There may be other Hannahs out there, but they are versions of themselves. I am the only version of me. And so what I may see as a flaw, somebody else may admire and be like, man, the fact that you embrace that, the fact that you don't let that hold you back has inspired me. And so I have been thinking about these things and I realized that That's my next step, you guys. My next step is to embrace everything that has emerged out of this year for me, to embrace who I am, to embrace that, yeah, this has been a struggle um, with this health journey because with everything that my family has been through, and I'll admit, I am an emotional eater. Uh, So is my husband. And, um, you know, there have been times that I have fallen completely off of my workout regimen and routine because, you know, my emotions were getting the best of me. Again, why I needed 2020, because I needed to learn how to manage my emotions with the Holy Spirit and not with food, because that was a strong tie. (laughs) That was a strong, you know, um, tied to food that whenever I would feel bad I would want to go and get some ice cream and would sit there and eat the whole pint or would go and get some cookies and eat that like that's not what I needed or it didn't even have to be sweets there were times where I would go make myself a vegan grilled cheese or whatever I could you know get my hands on I would just start munching and I'm a snacker so that was not a good thing at all you know um but it was something that I had to deal with this year. I God had to reveal that to me. He was just like, your relationship with food is not healthy because you're relying on food to bring you comfort when you should be relying on the comforter. And that's me. You know, like when you feel your anxiety rising, you don't need to go and make yourself you know, a cup of coffee, a hello caffeine, that's just gonna make your nerves even more bad. Or you don't need to go into the pantry and grab some snacks and just eat there till your nerves get better. Because the food, yeah, it may bring you comfort, but it's temporary. Because once you finish that bag of chips and, and those, and, and the, uh, you know, that anxiety is still there. Now you're going for something else because it's not sustainable. But God is the sustainer, you know, and so he had to reveal that to me like, Hannah, no, this is not the way to handle that. I need you to realize that I have given you daily grace and mercy, daily grace and mercy to help you maintain the peace that I have already given you. You're asking me for peace, but I've already given it to you and you're not utilizing it. So I need you to stop. This is why I needed you to pause this year to realize these things so that you can emerge because I need you to emerge. And, and that's what has happened for me. And so now after emerging, it's like, now you see, you see yourself, you have reflection. You, you, who do you see when you look in the mirror? 
you know, um, there's that, that quote from Snow White, you know, uh, from the evil queen, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all. When you look in the mirror, what are you asking yourself? Are, are you, are you saying, or maybe it's maybe not even a question. What are you saying to yourself when you look in the mirror? Are you saying mirror, mirror on the wall? I don't like who I see at all. Or are you saying, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall, I embrace all your flaws. You know, like, what are you saying to yourself? You have to start speaking words of affirmation. Now, when I look into the mirror, I start to say, you're beautiful just the way that you are. You may not be the weight that you want to be or have the physique that you want. But why do you want those things? I think I shared that with you guys as well, that one day that I was looking into the mirror and God said to me, why do you want to go back to 2014, Hannah? You know, um, how would going back to her help edify the kingdom or, um, you know, help you fulfill the, the assignment that I've placed on your life? And and that stumped me because it was like, whoa. Yeah. Check your motives. Why is it that you want these things? You know, so now when I look at the mirror, it's just like, all right, girl, with all your curves and, and you know, your your chunkiness, embrace it. You know, um, don't starve yourself. I've never been one to think that you should you should starve yourself, even though there are times that I have done that. Ugh, I know that's horrible to admit, but um, there are times that I tried starving myself just so that I could drop the the pounds quickly you know but what ended up happening which is why I don't even believe in it I and that's funny something that I don't even believe in I was still doing Mm, that seems like a word right there but um you know uh I after after starving myself then it was like okay now I'm gonna eat and then you end up overindulging because you there was no discipline learned there was no tactic. There was no strategy. Um, it was just you trying to simply do a quick fix. You know, quick fixes are not very sustainable. Um, it's better for you to just learn. And I'm saying you. I should be saying me. Um, it's better for me to just learn. And so this next year is going to be a year of me embracing who I am, where I am right now, embracing who God has created me to be. And, and realizing that all the little nuances or quirks about me, the awkwardness, you know, the modesty, all that stuff, all of those things that I look at as flaws, um, even in my smile, because I think I've shared it with you guys that um, that's not one of my best features because, you know, my teeth are, are, are crooked. Um, and even saying that I cringe, <laughs> um, but even those things I embrace and, and can I fix it? I can, um, but I'll just share with you guys. One of the reasons why I don't fix it is because I'm like, I know it costs money to fix it. And um, I know that we're probably going to need to get uh, braces for AJ once all of his baby teeth fall out. And so in my mind, again, just being selfless and doing for my kids first I'm just like I want the money to be there for him to get it I'm older now I don't need to fix my teeth it's fine but it's also like what would that do for my confidence to actually have that straight and again it's asking myself well Hannah can you find that confidence before it gets straight because it shouldn't take you straightening out your teeth for you to believe in yourself or to see yourself as beautiful like 
your teeth grew in the way that they did for a reason. Um, Embrace that. So basically, this episode is to share with you guys that this coming year, the year of 2021, um, it's going to be my year of embracing me and being free, you know, Um, the freedom of embracing me. That is what this year is going to be. Now, I haven't finished writing down all of my goals yet, but at least I know what my theme is going to be for this year. So I'm looking forward to just sitting and reflecting and listening to God and asking him, what are my goals for this year? And so I encourage you to do the same so that we are prepared when 2021 comes in to already have our goals at hand uh, to talk about those things, about what we're going to be working on. So I, you know, look forward to it and I look forward to sharing the journey with you. And I'm hoping that by me sharing, it's going to help you all uh, to embrace who you are as well. So I hope you got something out of the episode today. I always do. Um, I love hearing the feedback from you guys. So please continue to connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 0 You can always send in your listener letters to Hannah's World 0 at gmail.com. And I did tell you guys last time that I am um, a co-host with Tara Body on Love Essentials. And you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram as well. All right. So until next time, peace out world. Thank you.